Big John. We are, I am on Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Uh, hopefully, Parlor gets working again. And I'm on YouTube and Rumble. Also on Anchor.fm or the Anchor Podcast app and uh, all the other fun podcasts platforms uh, let's jump right at this uh, article about uh, representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez yet <clears throat> pardon me a few days ago I was scrolling around and There's a brief clip on her, of her, on Instagram. She didn't appear drunk this time. Didn't appear to be drunk this time. She was just on there. There was a few years, like a year ago. I don't know if anybody caught it or if she took it down. But she was <laughs> tipsy on wine and putting together Ikea furniture in her uh, apartment she can barely afford in D.C. And she was babbling off, off on and on about something. But that caught headlines because, you know, here's this person that's critical and critical of conservatives, critical of the president. He's supposed to be the new face of the Democrat Party and she's sitting on her floor with a bunch of pieces of furniture that she's trying to figure out how to assemble drinking wine and babbling drunkenly incoherent anyhow but this Instagram video the other day said that she was saying that you know we don't need to try to win the votes in the southern states or something like that we need to liberate these people that you know we're all just so or she didn't say southern states she said red states I guess we're all just so stupid that we need her and the other liberals to liberate us from you know things like free speech and the right to arm bears the right to bear arms uh, and our Bibles and, and things of that nature. We need to be liberated from that way of thinking and taught the right way to think. And here she's at it again in this article from New York WCBS 880. I guess it's an AM radio station. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez calls for more funding to de-radicalize extremists after capital attack. Now, there, there's been some footage, and I know that there, I see plenty of Trumpers there. I see plenty of Trump supporters engaging in that temper tantrum, insurrection, uh, not insurrection, pardon me, that uh, storming of the Capitol. Uh... But she says, the article, pardon me, says, um, Rep. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants more money to go towards de-radicalization programs to stem the spread of extremism following capital siege. <laughs> it was hardly a siege. Um, 
you know, we're sad that five people died. There's no doubt about that. I don't want to see anyone die, period, point blank. But uh, let's face it, this was far from a military coup or siege. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez told a virtual town hall on Friday that we know how to stem the spread of extremist groups and that there are ecosystems of support and community that are available to help us solve this problem. We had programs, federal programs, that went towards funding organizations like like these that de-radicalized people, she said, but President Trump pulled the plug on funding for the program, she said, adding that it's time to give the money back and then some. We probably need to double, triple, quadruple, or increase the funding for these de-radicalization programs. This goes back to the old thing that Rush Limbaugh once said, or said many, many times, pardon me, that liberals look at things as in, we just haven't tried hard enough yet. We just haven't tried hard enough yet. Whether it's, you know, um, the environment, for example. You know, if we just spent more money on it and poured more of our heart into it, it, it would get fixed. Um, you're always going to have pockets of stupid people. Okay? That, that's just how it is. You can, you know, teach what you want in schools. Uh, I don't know where she thinks that people are getting radicalized. Uh, you know, there are people that get swept up in the excitement of things, of a movement or whatever you want to call it. But it goes both ways. There was nothing out there to de-radicalize Black Lives Matter, which we all agree that black lives do matter. Okay? We all agree on that. Every life matters. Nobody is, 99% of people with a fully functioning brain are not in favor of the random killing of black people in America anymore, okay? Now, there are a lot of people out there without fully functioning brains that no matter how bad you try to de-radicalize or talk common sense into them, it just ain't going to work. There's nothing we can do about those people, unfortunately. They're just always going to be stupid. We just have to hope to contain them or hope that they don't hurt anyone. But some of the things that Representative Ocasio-Cortez is talking about that Trump defunded was this thing called critical race theory, which was being taught in schools. Uh, Trump said critical race theory and the crusade against American history is toxic propaganda, ideology, ideological poison that if not removed will dissolve the civic bonds that hold us together. And he said that in a speech uh, at the Museum of National Archives, National Archives Museum near the White House. It will destroy our country, he said. Trump seized on critical race theory as part of his culture war against what he calls the radical left. What Trump had said was, when they teach critical race theory, they teach that American history is full of racism, that 
you know, the founding fathers were these evil slave owners, that we should be ashamed of our history because there's racism, because there was slavery. That's happened everywhere. It, there was, there still is slavery in the world. Not saying that it was ever a good thing, just stating fact. Uh, at the time that it was acceptable in the United States, and it should have never been, but at the time, it was practiced all over the world. Uh, but teaching kids that, you know, to hate America or hate yourself for being an American, that's some of the things that it, it seemed like uh, was coming across in this critical race theory platform. Now, I'm kind of for critical race theory and teaching both sides of things. You should teach kids, you know, hey, look, you know, George Washington was the father of our nation, but he had some flaws. One of those flaws was being a slave owner. Uh, you know, Thomas Jefferson, you know, wrote the Declaration of Independence, wrote some of the Constitution, uh, but he had his flaws. All human beings are flawed. Do you teach, how can you teach every single thing about uh, a person or a situation? You, you sometimes, at some point in history, you have to teach the bare facts. I, I don't know when I learned George Washington was a slave owner. It wasn't until I was in college and then out of college that he became demonized and that, that demonization uh, continues to this day. It's a new thing in the radical left's uh, war on American history. So what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's goal is, I guess, is to re-educate all of us or indoctrinate us. Is what It seems more like indoctrination to me into the liberal way of thinking and it goes beyond race and all of these things that we have to be taught because we're below her that we're <laughs> we definitely are not but in her opinion we're below her IQ level we're below her class level uh, and we're we need to be re-educated, de-radicalized, indoctrinated uh, into the liberal way of thinking, okay? And there are some ideas of liberalism I have to say I agree with. You know, I, I believe some of the things like the environmental causes, but a forced government change in our economy to fit a environmentalist agenda which is a, a cloak or a disguise for a socialist agenda really uh, it is not my cup of tea not my way of going about it you know they tried like hell to encourage us to buy electric cars remember when uh, President uh, Obama was gonna drive was gonna drive the first Chevy Volt off of the assembly line and the government was all behind it and where's the Chevy Volt now? The factory it was supposed to make it closed and because of market forces a group of private entrepreneurs have reopened that plant called Lord it's now called Lordstown Motor Company and they're making electric trucks but why are they making electric trucks and not electric? And Chevrolet is not making electric cars? Because market forces dictate that companies would rather spend $24 a year on recharging the battery of an electric truck than tens of thousands of dollars, perhaps a week, on fuel for a... Uh, gasoline or diesel 
powered truck. Elon Musk and the Tesla boom, booming, booming business. Great cars. The cars can drive themselves. They have autopilot. Government Motors, which was became a funny nickname for GM or General Motors. The parent company is Chevrolet. Their Chevy Volt that the government was behind. Yay, yay, yay. Just never took off. Um, so government forced education isn't going to work any better than government forced economics or government forced environmentalism. Yes, we can educate people. Yes, we can teach all sides of the story. Yes, we can teach that racism is bad. I don't know anyone that thinks racism is good. And that's why some people, they've had to broaden what racism is. When I was growing up, racism meant, you know, cracker idiots like the Ku Klux Klan wanted black people totally separate from the white race. Complete ignorance. Now racism can be, uh, if you feel sorry for black people, or if you feel sorry, if you're a white person, you feel sorry for another race, that's racism. If you're a, a brown person and you feel sorry for someone of another skin color, that's racism because you're looking down at them in pity. What? It's just ridiculous how they've broadened and watered down these terms. Another article that uh, just caught my eye here is uh, <laughs> Trump supporting Bin Laden niece claims the president is daring followers to finish the coup. Nor Bin Laden, who totally disinvolves her uncle Osama, or Usama. Uh, she's a very like American loving person she's actually Swiss but her mother took her away from the rest of the Bin Laden family uh, and her father who's Osama's brother um, she was raised and lives in Switzerland but she can move to America and, and hang out with me any day of the week she is like so patriotic and so American loving it's insane um, this article by Newsweek says that Noor Bin Laden, which by the way, they misspell the name Bin Laden through the entire article. She spells hers, uh, B-I-N space capital L-A-D-I-N. Uh, it's just a, a difference in the way different sections of the family spell it. There's a, but she prefers uh, L-A-D-I-N. So the a niece of terrorist Osama bin Laden. Uh, by the way, before I get too into this, if you go on YouTube and look up Noor bin Laden, L-A-D-I-N, you'll find uh, a valutainment interview with her. She's done quite a few interviews, but... Uh, you'll see what she's really like, and she's a very nice person, very pro-American, very patriotic, and very pro-Trump. Uh, she posted to Telegram, I guess that's another uh, thing that's popped up since Parler came down. Uh, she posted to Telegram that President is daring his fans to finish the coup. Now, they're taking words out of context because they have in quotes, daring, then after the quotes, his fans too, then in quotes again, finish the coup. Bin Laden became well-known, a well-known figure in right-wing social media circles during the 2020 presidential cycle 
garnering notoriety given the combination of her last name and her dedicated support for Trump's nationalist agenda. <sighs> Folks, it's not a nationalist agenda. It's an American agenda. If you go to Canada, Justin Trudeau, though a lot of people disagree with him, even you know, like Canadians living in America uh, or Canadians living in Canada, Justin Trudeau is a Canadian patriot in his opinion. He puts Canada of, ahead of other nations. The president of France, as they should, puts French interest ahead of the interest of other nations. The left-wing media and left-wing people uh, in the United States government, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, are the only people on earth that think that the interest of their own nation the United States of America should be second to all other nations on earth. That makes no sense to me. You can go to all 191 countries, the leaders of those countries, the people of those countries, all put the best interest of their nation ahead of the best interest of the nations around them all over the globe. But if you're an American... And you're President Trump and you're Nor Bin Laden, or if you're Big John, and you put the interests of the United States ahead of the interests of Canada, or Mexico, or the United Kingdom, you're a nationalist and you're a terrible person. Nor Bin Laden is a Swiss resident who thinks that Trump's pro-America, America first uh, ethos or ideology is the correct way to run America. You've got a Swiss citizen of Middle Eastern descent, pure Arab bloodline, agreeing that the United States should put its own best interest ahead of the interest of other nations. And you've got the American media uh, disagreeing with her and our president on that. Uh, just read some of her, the quote. In quotes, she said, Checkmate. Trump is daring them to enter the fence and finish the coup, read the Telegram post by Bin Laden. According to Parlor Takes, I don't know, I haven't heard of that, but uh, they must all know there is a chance that if they enter the gates and go inside the fence, they never come out. Uh, she's talking about the fencing that's put up uh, to block people off from the Capitol now. Uh, and frankly, you know, conservatives and Republicans need to stay away from the Capitol in the coming days. Just let, let history take its course and live to fight another day. But that's another story. Let me take a brief break here. And I'm going to talk a little about Senator Joe Manchin. back up here and talk about Joe Manchin and what he wants done with Josh Hawley and Senator Ted Cruz. Senators Josh Hawley and Cruz. Yes. <laughs>
Okay, so as we all know, Senators Hawley and Cruz objected to the electoral votes of certain states. Um, I believe, in fact, it was uh, Cruz actually stood up and objected to Arizona's votes, and then all hell started breaking loose at the Capitol, and they had to retreat as... Um, I can't remember who it was now. As the Democrats were giving their argument for keeping the votes of Arizona. That's not important. Josh Hawley uh, has been under fire from moderate Republicans, radical Democrats like uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez to be removed uh, from the Senate. Uh, Cruz the same. And Joe Manchin is, for those of you that don't know, he was a very popular governor of West Virginia. Right now he's one of the most influential senators in the United States because... He's a moderate Democrat. Uh, he almost borders on a, a conservative Democrat. Uh, he's pro-gun. He's pro-life. Uh, he, you know, he's pro-Bible. Uh, uh, the Republicans tried to go after him when he first uh, ended his governorship and ran for Senate in West Virginia. The big thing against him was he's going to uphold Obamacare. He's going to be an automatic vote for the Democrats and Obamacare, right? His, the, what, what turned the campaign for him was one of these, and they're, they're few and far between nowadays, but it was an epic kind of commercial and it what it was is a, they they pinned the uh, Obamacare doctrine whatever you want to call it uh, the law which was like yay like 14,000 pages thick they only I think they only posted the first like 5,000 pages or something to a target like where you would go to the shooting range and shoot at targets and there, the camera focuses in on the Affordable Care Act legislation and then it pans out and you see Joe Manchin standing there with a rifle and he shoots the Affordable Care Act basic not basically, but telling people he is not going to be a rubber stamp to keep the Affordable Care Act. In fact, a few years ago, it was rumored that he may switch parties and join with the Republicans as the Democrats have become so radically left. Uh, then it was rumored that he was going to be uh, an independent and caucus with the Republicans. Uh, none of that happened. But now Joe Manchin is siding with the people, and there are some Republicans behind this too, that want Hawley and Cruz to step aside because they feel that their objections to the electoral count caused the riot. And even after the riot most senators removed their signatures from the objections. The members of the House of Representatives continued with their objections, but the senators removed their signatures except for Hawley and Cruz. 
So you have pre-riot, Cruz stands up and says, yes, I object to the electors from the state of Arizona. After the riot, about 2 a.m., you had uh, a delegation stand up and say, I think it was the Pennsylvania delegation, stand up and say, we object to the electors of Pennsylvania. Uh, Mike Pence says, do you have a senator's signature on that objection? They said yes. It was Josh Hawley. Now, everybody wants Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz's heads. What they are using is this 14th Amendment. And the 14th Amendment says, No, <clears throat> no lawmaker holding office shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof but congress may by a vote but congress may by a vote of two-thirds of each house remove such disability so Congress can vote Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley out with a two-thirds vote. Now, there were over 100 Republican House members that objected to uh, electoral votes from several states. The Democrats want the, all of them removed under this 14th Amendment clause. Did they participate? Did they engage in insurrection or rebellion against the United States? They had a constitutional right and duty to object to these electors. Now, the media has not told you or shown you the evidence of voting irregularities, uh, voter fraud, and, and election fraud. But it was out there. The Georgia uh, State House of Representatives wanted to change their electors after they saw the evidence from Trump's legal team, Rudy Giuliani, and so on. I believe so did uh, the elect the pardon me the representatives in Pennsylvania. The problem is in Pennsylvania you have a Democrat governor because Pittsburgh and Philadelphia have to vote Democrat by law. It seems like, and then you have the rest of the state of Pennsylvania which votes Republican. So you have Republican State Senate and Republican State House of Representatives. But they cannot call a session without, uh, on their own. The governor has to call them back to session. Stupid. Same thing in Georgia. Now, Georgia, not exactly the same thing, pardon me. They have Republicans in statewide office. We have a Republican governor, Republican secretary of state, and they could have called their state legislature back to uh, change the delegate or change the electors, but they refused to. The Republican governor of Georgia would not let his state legislature reconvene to change their delegates or change their electors so the last resort for this was republicans to make their objections the objections to be signed off on by senators which at one point 15 or 16 senators were supporting these objections after the riot 
they withdrew their signatures. So now there's a headhunt for Hawley and Cruz, who broke no law. They did not participate in, uh, in, they did not engage in insurrection or rebellion. Folks, there's a big difference in a riot and vandalism and insurrection. Now, there were some dummies the FBI is finding that they wanted to, you know, kidnap and do harm to uh, members of Congress. Those people are going to be prosecuted. They're going to be jailed. And they should be. There was no reason for what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. However, you cannot hold President Trump accountable for the actions of stupid people. You cannot hold Senator Cruz or Senator Hawley guilty for the actions of stupid people. People made bad choices on January 6th. People planned to make bad choices on January 6th. And those people need to be held responsible. At no time did Josh Hawley or Ted Cruz ever say, hey everybody, run into the Capitol building and act a fool and disrupt our debate while we're trying to overturn a bad election. They never said that. Trump did not say that. He said, march peacefully. He said, cheer on Republicans. He said, you're going to have to fight for your rights. That, mean, that can mean a lot of different things. He didn't mean a literal fight. And the fight was already going on before he even said it. Totally irrational. You know, Joe Manchin needs to be reminded after all the nice things I just said about him. His daughter was um, price gouging people for the price of EpiPens, a life-saving uh, drug. Epinephrine is when you get like stung by a bee or have a severe allergic reaction. There's a, an emergency injection that people with severe allergies can jam into their thigh and the needle's so big it will go through clothing and it, it saves your life by releasing this uh, chemical that's made by, that your body should make naturally, but does not. So an epinephrine pen, or an EpiPen as they're called, is life-saving. The company that Joe Manchin's daughter is the CEO of went from selling EpiPens for, you know, like less than 50 bucks to selling them for 600 or I even heard over $1,000 per pen. Trump signed a bill that took patent rights away, I believe, and lowered the cost of EpiPens to back down to like 50 bucks because other companies could make the EpiPens besides this one company that was headed by Joe Manchin's daughter. So maybe um, people that live in glass houses, Joe, shouldn't throw stones. So, moving on, what other article? Continuing with the theme of censoring people. We all know what's happened on Twitter to the president's personal Twitter account. Uh, you saw what happened to the social media platform Parler. Uh, the after January 6th event, which was just an excuse. Uh, Google or app, yeah, the Google App Store 
and the Apple um, App Store removed Parler. Then Amazon removed it from their servers. Now this website called Trump, or pardon me, called the Donald.win, the Donald.win is being threatened to be kicked off of uh, Epic Inc. servers. The, the name of the company is Epic, E-P-I-K, Incorporated. Uh, Robert Davis, Senior Vice President of Epic Inc., told the Wall Street Journal that, or pardon me, Journal, that his form, his firm warned the Donald.win it might be dropped within days if it fails to better call, C-U-L, call what he said are discussions glorifying violence and propagating white supremacy and uh, fomenting terrorism. Now, all those things have no place in America. There's no place for, you know, white supremacy or any supremacy. We're all equal. There's no place for uh, agging on or, as it says here, fomenting terrorism. Now, I haven't seen the post that allegedly uh, propagate white supremacy on the Donald.win. Um, I've never been on the Donald.win, but what is what's what is Epic Inc.'s standard for this? You know. Are they using the same standard as Twitter did? Um, you know, even Facebook and other media outlets, you know, have admitted that Facebook was used as a platform to assemble and uh, plan protests that turned into riots over the summer. So is the Donald.win doing this or you know what what's their game here what's what is epic really accusing them of they don't show any posts or quote any posts in this article just saying that the owner or the vice president of epic inc is warning the Donald.win now, Donald Trump is gone January 20th at noon. He is not attending the inauguration, which I, I really don't like that. But uh, Donald is Donald, and he has his reasons for that. Um, he, like I do, feels the election was stolen. Of course, it, it's more personal with him because he's the one it was stolen from. I'm just a little depressed, miffed about it, but I'm willing to accept Joe Biden's going to be the president at noon on January 20th. Uh, in fact, I think I'm, I, I wasn't going to watch it, was not going to watch the uh, inauguration of Joe Biden, but I may start a watch party for my friends and I to, uh, amongst ourselves, make fun of how terrible Joe Biden's speech is probably going to be. Uh, I, the media will say it was the greatest speech since John F. Kennedy's 1960, well, 1961 inaugural address, which is one of the greatest speeches in American history. Joe... Biden's inaugural address will, will, will you know, the thing with the, 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 you know, the thing will not be as good as John Kennedy's. 
the media will make it out to be that way. But I saw him giving a talk the other day, and it was like, are, are, are the batteries winding down on your tape recorder, dude? What's going on here? I mean, he, he was just talking so slow, and there's so much space between words. It's like, today, Junior. You know, I felt like Billy Madison was going to pop up. And, you know, today, Junior. But uh, that didn't happen. Would have been cool if it did, but <sighs> it didn't. So, yeah, I, I might watch the inaugural address only if my friends agree to go into a, a watch party with me and um, ridicule the whole thing privately amongst ourselves. Other than that... Um, you know, Republicans, everyone needs to simmer down. Uh, it's over. A couple years from now, we take back the House of Representatives and Senate. Uh, four years from now, we take back the White House. And then we have to govern. We have to lead. We have to do what we didn't do for the first two years of Trump's presidency, and that is lead. Some people say govern. I say lead. I like leadership. Trump led. House Republicans wet their britches and did whatever Democrats told them to. Simple as that. Uh, it didn't matter if it was um, loudmouth John Boehner, who, you know, when we were with the Tea Party, we we the Republicans rode our coattails into the House of Representatives and Senate. And uh, Boehner was out there. I saw him give a very passionate, fiery speech about how, how he was going to just fight, go fight win. He got there and he saw him on TV every other day crying. Then Paul Ryan, oh, Paul Ryan, he, he's going to be, you know, we lost a lot of seats after uh, a midterm election, but we still had a majority. But Paul Ryan, he took the reins. He didn't do crap. Couldn't get Obamacare overturned. Could not repeal and replace Obamacare when the Trump administration had it all lined up and ready to roll. And then the Democrats eventually took the House of Representatives back from us. So, I haven't heard anything super negative about uh, don't want to speak too soon but there were uh, Trump rallies or protests or something of that nature at every state house in the United States uh, today I, it, I assume it would be out there on blast on social media if anybody got out of hand so far no one has and anyone that's dumb enough to go to D.C. on January 20th, that's a conservative, a, uh, a Trumper, needs to behave yourself. You don't even need to be there. Sit at home like you did on Trump's inauguration day and watch it online, if that's what you want to do. There's no need to protest, picket, or anything, because you're going to get caught up in some you know, wave of radical right-wingers or agged on by... Antifa members in disguise and you're just going to make us look bad again. So chill out. We win our fights at the polls. We went on election day not you know by rioting in the Capitol building or acting a fool in the streets. That's Antifa's job not ours. With that folks, goodbye. God bless you. Thank you for watching. Remember it's rumble.com Americana, the American way, YouTube, uh, anchor.fm, or any other podcast platform, Twitter at the real underscore big John. Hopefully, Parlor comes back up. I, I was really starting to like Parlor, but we'll see. God bless you. Take care. Until next time, we'll see you around like a donut.
That's the tackiest line I've ever.